I know, I know, I know. I should have known she wasn't awake, but uh, I was awake. So we are going to try to pick up where we left off at New Year's, okay? We are coming out of the book of Joshua, chapter 1, verses 1 through 9, out of the Amplified, out of the Amplified. It would be on the screen before you. And it reads as such in our hearing. After the death of Moses, the servant of the Lord, the Lord said to Joshua, the son of Nun, Moses' minister, Moses, my servant, is dead. So now arise, take his place, go over this Jordan, you and all this people into the land which I am giving to them, the Israelites. Every place upon which the sole of your foot shall tread, I have given to you, as I promised Moses, from the wilderness to Lebanon, to the great river Euphrates, all the land of the Hittites, to the great Mediterranean Sea on the west shall be your territory. No man will be able to stand before you all the days of your life. As I was with Moses, so will I be with you. I will not fail you or forsake you. Somebody need to say hallelujah. He says, be strong, confident, be of good courage. For you shall cause this people to inherit the land which I swore to your fathers to give them. Only be strong and very courageous that you may do according to all the law which Moses, my servant, commanded you. Turn not from it to the right hand or to the left that you may prosper wherever you go. This book of the law shall not depart out of your mouth, but you shall meditate on it day and night that you may observe and do according to all that is written in it. For then you shall make your way prosperous and you shall deal wisely and have good success. Have I not commanded you, be strong, vigorous, and very courageous. Be not afraid, neither be dismayed. For the Lord, your God, is with you wherever you go. Somebody ought to say hallelujah. Hallelujah. Father, even now in the mighty name of Jesus, Increase the anointing, increase the empowerment. Move Tracy out the way. Lord, just, just more power, more, more anointing. Higher, Lord. Higher, Lord. Higher. So saturate this atmosphere 
with your word and with your anointing that your people may become receivers of your word. Let them not hear me, but allow them to hear you. Lord, speak. Lord, speak. Lord, we desperately need you to speak. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Amen. The thought that I want to deal with is moving forward to cross over from here. From here. Can you imagine that the children of Israel been stuck for 40 years? <laughs> I mean, this is God's people of promise. This is God's people of, of favor. God never took away the, the designation that he called them, that he appointed them. I mean, they have the experience of being delivered from Egypt, and Egypt is a type of the world or a type of sin, and Pharaoh was a type of Satan. And God in his power, in their, in, in, in their eyes, right in front of them, did 10 plagues and delivered them in such a way that they couldn't help but know that it was God. Yeah. I, mean, I mean, and if that wasn't enough, he took them to the edge of the Red Sea and, and allowed Pharaoh and his army to pursue them. And in the midst of everybody's eye, he split open the Red Sea and like walls that called the Red Sea to divide. Uh, listen, not on wet ground, but dry ground. When, when God does a miracle, he does it right. He, he don't do it halfway. He, he does it right. And, God is in the details, y'all. Turn to your neighbor and say, God's in the details. God, when, when God bless you, he's going to bless you from your head to your toe. Matter of fact, he's going he gonna, to he gonna bless you from the top of the hair that sticks up, that won't go in place, to the bottom of the corn on the bottom of your feet. Somebody didn't hear that. Ask, ask somebody what I said, okay? That is the type of God we serve. That's, that's how awesome he is. That's how, how he, he, he steps in and shows out in our behalf if we walk in faith. That's what they have experienced. So my question is, if these are the same people who experience that type of level of seeing the manifestation of God, why are they walking 40 years around the same mountain? What happened between the, 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 the Red Sea experience and here it's supposed to take two weeks to get to their promise and they missed it. Yeah. Did you know that the Old Testament isn't just written as a story, but it's, but it's written so that we won't make the same mistakes? It's written so they may teach us and school us that we can avoid the same 
mistakes that they made. But I hate to say this, but I got to say this. Just like they've been walking in the same place for 40 years, many of us are stuck as we want to be. We have settled for a lesser blessing than God had intended for us. Listen, while they're walking around the same mountain, God is feeding them manna. God is making their clothes not wear out. God is leading them by a, a cloud of fire at night and another cloud in the day. I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean, God is blessing them. But when you get tired of walking around the same mountain, it's like, I don't care how much you like oat milk. If, if, if you had oat milk for breakfast, lunch, and dinner, and that's all that you could get was oat milk, after a while, the name oat milk will make you <laughs> Listen, why is it then that we get satisfied being stuck where we are? I don't think that God with them did all that in Egypt just to get them to walk around a mountain. Same tree, we passed this two weeks ago. And for, four, listen, not 40 days, not, 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 not 40 weeks, not 40 months, 40 years. I mean, at some point, somebody ought to get tired. Somebody asked, well, why 40 years? Number one, he had to get the folks who had no faith out the way. And I think as a sidebar, he had to get their children so sick and tired of seeing the same old thing that when God said, I need you to move, they was ready to move. The problem with some of us, God said move and we still sitting. 2016, I believe, is going to be a year of movement. I believe that God is more ready to take us to the north, to the next level than we are ready to go. Listen, we're not waiting on God. Turn to your neighbor and say, we're not waiting on God. We're not waiting on your next we're not. We're not waiting on God. But in fact, turn, turn to the person in front of you. We're not waiting on God. God is waiting on us. God is waiting on us. He's waiting for us to move to a new level of faith. See, how can I say this? God is not impressed by your service. He's not impressed that you come to church every Sunday. He is only impressed when we apply faith and begin to walk in our uncomfortableness and begin to do something new. Trust him at a higher level. Praise him at a higher level. Let go of some things at a higher level and see what God's going to do next. 
we don't walk by faith. See, see, we can talk faith. Talk is cheap. Talk is cheap. It's not faith until you get out there and start to do something that you never done before, even if you got to do it by yourself. Uh, let me, let me, can, can I get for real with you? Y'all sure you want me to get for real with you? Some of your biggest stumbling block is going to be family and church folks. See, stuck people want you to be stuck with them. Oh, y'all don't hear me. See, 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 listen. I remember when God saved me. It, you know, the, the ones that I left that was unsaved, they knew that they wasn't saved. They might have tested me for a little bit. Then after that, they was glad to see what God was doing in my life because they thought that if God could do it in my life, he could do it in their life. But sometimes it's folks that you grew up in church with. It's family that think they know you, but they don't see what's inside of you. But see, folks only go by what they see on the outside and by your history. And they think that they got you figured out. But the truth is, God got something inside of you. There's a calling on you. There's a purpose in you. And sometimes the very folks that ought to be encouraging you is the same folks that... See, you got to understand that when you move out of what you used to be, you know, where God is calling you, it causes the people who like you where you are to become uncomfortable. Let me use, let me, let me, let me use, let me use my illustration team over here. As long as I'm leaning on them, I like them because I, I am leaning on them. They're, they're helping me. Listen, I love them, but, 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 if, but if I like you here and I got some weight on you, when you get up and move, go ahead and move. It just threw me off balance. Y'all, 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 y'all move, go ahead, go ahead. Now, because, because they have just changed my paradigm. Now watch this, watch this. So I would get mad at them because their shift done mess me up. Oh, maybe I need to make that more plain. Yeah. I used to be able to stand on one foot. I can't do it too much anymore. So y'all going to have to help me. As long as they helping me, yay, yay. I can, I can do this thing. But watch them move. Okay, let go of me. 
You know why? I no longer have my balance. I want them to come back and help me because it's harder to keep it without them than it was with them. Who moved that you're mad at? Or, or who wants to keep you where you at and they're mad at you because you're trying to move? Mama, daddy, sister, brother, best friend. I mean, I can go down the road. Because, because watch this. When God is calling you higher, it causes everybody to be on best. Thank you, fellas. It causes everybody to come unbalanced. Because you no longer fit. In church, quit gossiping. See, see if they keep on calling you. Tell them I don't do that no more. I don't want to talk about folks no more. Let's talk about the Lord. Then what? You wait till the phone rings. You keep on doing that. Your phone won't ring as much. In You just quit doing it. And watch and see if they don't call as often. Matter of fact, they go out to dinner without you. When, when you come around, they don't got nothing to say. What y'all talking about nothing? And you know they've been talking. They look, they look like my fact. You call them and miss this. Uncomfortableness. Listen, if you are a Christian, there is a higher calling on every one of us. And everybody here, they just don't want to go. Can, can I get some, let's see, can I get two sisters here? Y'all, y'all two? Can I use y'all? Come on. That looks so, y'all some, y'all some good looking women. Come on. Come on, I'm going to show y'all off. Look at them fixing themselves. I know that's right. I know that's right. That's right. Watch this. You're going to come too? Hey, sweetheart. All right, come on. Come on, watch this, watch this. I says, it's not going to be bad. It's going to be good. Okay? Y'all made me forget what I was going to do. <laughs> okay, I think I got it now. I got it. Watch this, watch this, watch this. If I am an unbeliever and you leave us, okay, you know what? I may get mad for a second, but I expect you to change. Because you said you accepted Christ. So I'm watching to see it. But watch this. But if she is a believer and you're getting deeper, she will get mad at you. You know why? This is why. Because she feels the same call 
they'll go deeper but refuse to do it. So now, I, I may miss you, but I'm going to, man, if God can do it in her, I want to do it because I know that God's trying to save me. But her equilibrium is messed up because you made her feel good in her because you were stuck too. Now, now, and watch this. And the more you go forward, the more she's going to say, he done, she done changed. What's wrong with her? I think she thinks she, that, that, that. But the truth of the matter is, it's because all of us is being called to a higher level to let some things go. You with me? All right. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. I'm going to give her to you, okay? Thank you. Listen, let me prove this scripturally. Let me prove this scripturally. A lot of times we, we, we see Jesus in, in the gospel of Mark. It's not just in Mark, but it's in Matthew, it's in Luke, it's in Mark. And it is the story of when he is in the house. It's in Mark chapter 3, verse 31 and 35. And Jesus is in the house, and the house is full. And Jesus' mother and brothers, as a matter of fact, uh, Mark says, I think Mark says, sisters come, and, and, they, and they, they, they request him to come outside because they can't get in. And a lot of us don't understand what is happening because... Jesus don't respond to the request and he looks at the crowd and say, those who hear me, those who believe in me, these are my mother, my sisters, my brother. And a lot of us think that is cold. But wait a minute, you know what? We miss something in the text. We miss something in Mark chapter 3, verse 21, because 21 says this, and you'll find the same thing in the other Gospels. They say that they thought Jesus had lost his mind. They thought he lost his senses. His brothers did not believe, and they have convinced their mom that they need to go and take him by force. Because he's big brother crazy. Listen, I'm not talking about people that don't know him. I'm talking about family. See, sometimes family don't want you to go no deeper. Sometimes if you don't fit into Some of the last ones that see your gift is those that are familiar with you. Because, because they are familiar with this, but they haven't really seen the inside of you. And here, and listen, if it happened to Jesus, if, if, I mean, here we got, they, they never seen him sin. They never seen him, but, but now, he says he's the Messiah, or he done took this thing too far. Now he's doing miracles. 
And Jesus come into his own in Capernaum, and it says this, and he could not do many miracles. Why? Because not that he didn't have, I mean, he's oozing with power. Jesus was oozing with so much power that, that, that if you got close to him with faith, the power would jump out and ask the woman with the issue of blood who said, if I can just touch the hem of his garment, ask, ask the Gentile man who said, you don't have to come to my house to speak the word. You, you, I know authority, and I know you got the authority. Don't bother about coming to my house. You speak the word. And I believe if you speak the word right from where you're at, that thing's going to change in my Faith activation. Here it goes. And because they said, we know you, we grew up with you, we know your mom, your brothers, and your sisters, who you think you are? And Jesus said, I'm amazed of the lack of faith that I want to heal you, but I can't because you don't have the faith. Listen, if we're going to walk in what God has for us, and get beyond our, our mountain, because all of us got a mountain. I don't know. You know, you know and I kept on saying, why a mountain? A mountain is a place that you can't see through or see over. Not a hill, it's a mountain. A mountain is in your way. And all of us got something that wants to keep us bound to stuck where, 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 where we never make it to where God has, has called us to be, just stuck. It may be a family member, maybe some dude that you shacking up with, maybe that, woo. You see, it can be anything, it could be an attitude. Could be unforgiving. There's something that the devil has placed in our life that, that if we don't have the faith to overcome it, we're going to keep on. Aren't you tired yet? God says, God says, God says to them in Deuteronomy, he says, he says, you've been walking around this mountain long enough. You know what he's saying? Enough is enough. My question is, aren't you tired yet? Aren't you tired of going through the same experience? Aren't you tired? Listen, how, how, do, how do you know if you're tired? You barely make it to church. There's no excitement. You sit there and fall asleep every Sunday. All of us may fall asleep some Sunday, but <laughs> we 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 in a high praise and we trying trying to shout and you come holla. <laughs> No energy level. 
no energy level. It has become common. Even though in communion service, passing notes. That which, that's why I said today, this is holy. This is holy because some of it has become common. It's just what we do. Prayer being read and you reading something. Unengaged. Distracted. You know what that's saying to me? That's saying to me, there's no expectation on the table. And when we lose with the expectancy for God to do, listen, I understand. When you've been going around the mountain, you lose expectation. When, 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 when things are just the way they have always been, then you don't expect no change. And I don't care what you hear, who's preaching, how many times that, if you don't come with an expectation, if you don't come expecting God to do something in you, for you, through you, oh, 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 there ought to be that God, God, our God haven't lost no power. God is up to something. And, and God is, God, God is saying, they not expecting me to do nothing. So I'm going to give them what they. We are people of faith, y'all. And everything we do is achieve, is, is, is God to. By faith, this is a fight. The devil is going to do everything he can to discourage us. He's going to do everything he can to take away your hope, take away your desire, take away your dream, take away your expectation, and just go through the motion. Hebrews chapter 4, verse 1 and 2, he says, 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 they, the gospel, the good news was preached to them also, but it did not profit them because they did not have faith. They mixed it. They did not even mix their past with faith. Don't you think that they've been through enough that they ought to expect God to do something for them in the future? Don't you, don't you think that after seeing what God did for them in Egypt and the great deliverance, that, that they should have been saying, nothing's too hard for my God. Nothing. You know, a lot of us been through enough stuff that it really doesn't matter what the devil throw at us in the future. Because if we really take heed to where he brought us from, then we should have enough faith to face whatever come our way. I 
I'm not saying you don't cry. I'm not saying you won't weep. I'm not saying it don't get hard. But, but after you get through crying, you still stand up and say, but I trust you, Lord. You brought me through so much. How can I doubt you now? I've come too far to look back. I'm going on in Jesus' name. When I look back, how good you've been. Hallelujah. I've been through too much to let go of you now. Oh, you bad. Oh, you awesome. Hallelujah. 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 Do you think he brought you through? Oh, he brought you through for nothing? I don't know about you. God had a reach way down to get me. God had to roll up his sleeves so his sleeve wouldn't get dirty and reach way down and got me. I don't think he reached that far down into our mess to leave us here, do you? There ought to be such a confidence in God that you ought to say to God, you know, when God first, 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 first called me to pass it, I went in my office in there. I said, Lord, you know me. You know I get bored easily. You know, you know, I need things to happen. So, Lord, I need you to keep taking me to the next level or I'm going to lose focus. See, I got an expectation on the table. I believe God's up to something. And regardless what comes my way, the way I can fend the stuff off is that I got an expectation. You see, if I lose my expectation, I'm going to die here. But I got an expectation on the table. I don't see nothing. I, I don't know when. I don't know how. But something on the inside tells me God is up to something. So no matter how hard it gets, he's up to something. He well, let me share this with somebody. Because I hear somebody need this. Somebody said, but Rev, it's getting harder and harder and harder. Then you ought to get more excited. I know some of y'all looking at me like I'm crazy. Don't you know battle strategy? The reason why it's getting harder, because the enemy is almost out of ammunition. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 didn't catch that. Y'all didn't catch that. Listen, listen, listen. Well, I have discovered that when the devil is almost out of ammunition, 
and he's trying to move you out of position, what he does is he pours it on, trying to make you move out of the position of faith before he runs out of ammunition. Is there anybody? It getting harder? I mean, come on now. Anybody? I mean, the last 2015 been, been too hard. 2015 been crazy. Then I think you ought to start praising God right now because I think that there's going to be a turnaround in 2016 because if you keep on holding on, something's about ready to happen. Been through it too many times. There are principles, which mean that there are patterns. God has his ways. It is a pattern that stays true to his nature. And once God shows you his pattern or his ways, you can depend on it. The children of Israel knew the acts of God, but Moses knew his ways. Moses said, I see what's happening so I can peek over ahead of time because I got a sense of where it is going because I know how God operates. When you just know the action, you haven't given much thought to what you've been through. Let me ask you, have God been good in the past? Have God been a keeper in the past? Have God made a way out of nowhere in the past? Have God done it exceedingly, abundantly above all that you could ask I can imagine? Have God lifted you above what you ever thought you would ever be? Have God been good? Have God been a keeper? Has God been a way maker? Have God kept you in your right mind? Though you almost lost your mind, God snapped it back right in time. That if he did that in the past, don't you expect that in the future? Let me, let me, let me, let me, let me, let me try to tie this up. Paul comes along and he gives us a pattern. He says, he says, he says, God hasn't apprehended me for nothing. But, but when he apprehended me, it was for a purpose. And even though I'm on the road to apprehend it, I haven't apprehended it yet. It is still out front. No matter what I'm going through, it's still in front of me. And though the devil hinders me and try to get me to do what only he trying to stop me, God still hasn't taken away my future. And as long as I keep my eyes on him, Joshua, Joshua, I want you to keep the word in your mouth. God would never tell you to do something that, um, two things. He don't just talk smack and he gives you the ability to do, but he don't tell you to be courageous and not be afraid unless there's a reason to be afraid. Y'all got that? He said, there's giants in the land. 
this, this land you're going to go into, they know how to fight. Uh-huh. They're warriors. They're some bad shut your mouths. But if you keep your mind, your eyes on me, I'm going to make you better than they are. Joshua, if you trust me, nobody will be able to stand up against you. You know what they do with racehorses? They put... You know what they put binders on? So they won't be distracted by all the noise on the side. See, stuff is always going to happen. But when you put the word in your mouth, I'm more than a conqueror. Matter of fact, we was looking up Greek words in the office of the ministers, and, and fellas, uh, let's see. He was there. It says that we are overwhelmingly victorious. It means that, in the Greek, it means that conquer means that, that it wasn't even a contest. It means, it means, it means that, that the, the devil and all his imps, that when we're walking in the power of God, it's almost like you don't even get touched. It means that people start feeling sorry for the, your opponent because you've beaten them so bad that people say, you need to stop, you need to let him alone. I mean, the Greek says that, that it's not even, I mean, they can't even touch you. Oh, y'all don't hear me? Y'all don't hear me? So, so, I said, so, so they would try, but you're weaving and dodging and moving. You, 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 you're not even using your hands. That, that, they're swinging, but God got you to the place that the devil can't touch you. Does somebody know what I'm talking about? Okay, now watch this. You need to tell yourself that. You need to tell yourself the peace of God is mine. And it will, say, it will rule your heart and your mind. You know what the Greek, when it says the rule, it says, it's the umpire. That, that, it, that it rules, that the umpire says, oh, foul, you take 15 yards back, Satan, because you did something you wasn't supposed to. So we're going to move the ball forward. That's what God does in our lives. You know what that means? That I need, you need to keep it in your mouth because when it's in your mouth, it's in your ears. When it's in your mouth and your ears, it's getting into your spirit and faith comes by him. Paul says this. He says, I forget what's behind me, and I press forward. There's some folks you might have to leave behind. There's some folks who are going to get mad at you. I, I, I hate to say this, but I'm going to say it. You got to get to the place that you don't care whether folks like you or not. I think I was born with a default in my character. I was a preemie, so I always had a fight, had a fight to stay alive. So, so, so I, I, I was at three pounds, went down to a pound and a half. So, so I, I, I had a fight, had this big water head on a small body. I had a fight, okay? But it got to the place where I didn't care whether folks like me or not. Yes, sir. 
<laughs> you know, I, I never was one that danced to any other body's music. I was going to do it my way. And, and, and after a while, I found out that folks was following me because I was doing it another way. And you had to get to the, I had to get to the place where I really didn't care that much. Now, God took that street mentality and brought it over into my salvation experience. So now, guess what? I really don't care if folks like me or not. I can't afford to worry about you liking me. I'm going to love you, but if you don't love me, it's okay. You know what? I don't even notice folks that don't like me. I can't even think of having an enemy. I'm sure there is, but I don't pay attention to it because I can't worry about whether folks like me, dislike me, because I'm trying to please him. So there's some things you gotta let go of. There's some folks that, that listen, you can come with me if you want to. If you don't, it's okay. But I hear the call of God on my life. And I got to go forward. God will always put folks, and sometimes it won't be family, that's on the same page that you are on. So y'all can encourage one another. That's some folks that was good for you one season, but they may not be good for you this season. It's okay. It's okay. Don't you hear it? It's on all of us. God is saying, come on. Come on up. A little higher. I didn't save you for you to stay here. There's a higher level. There's a higher praise. There's a higher worship. There's some more prayers. There's some more service. He's good. Oh, he's good. Listen, press. Turn, 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 turn your neighbor. Say press. 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 With everything in you, press towards a high calling in Christ Jesus. Press your way to Jesus. Press. 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 Jesus is the best thing that ever happened to us. Oh, he's good. Right now, he's good. Do you know my Jesus? Ain't he all right? Do you know my Savior? Ain't he all right? There's something about Jesus that makes everything all right. I declare 2016 is a year of pressing, a year of expectation, a year saying more Jesus. It's not that he gives us more of him but he gets more of us so he can manifest himself more through us 
in us for us. Hallelujah. 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 Jesus. Hallelujah. Jesus. You know what's happening right now? The devil is shaking. You know why? When you got Jesus' name in your mouth, hell start getting scared. So let's don't sit there. Say Jesus with me. Jesus. Let's shake hell for a moment. Jesus. 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 Some of y'all not open up your mouth, then you miss your blessing. Jesus. 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 Hallelujah. 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 The word of God is true. He is actively calling us to higher ground. It's right here in front of us. You got to grab it for yourself. He won't make you, but he's calling you. If you're here today, I offer you Jesus. He's the best thing that could happen to you. Don't miss out on what he has for you with your name on it. If you're out of church, we want to pray with you. If you're out of fellowship with Jesus, we want to pray with you. Ministers, ministers, ministers. These ministers will take you out and pray with you. God called you here, and this message is for you. Today, the Lord Jesus will move that mountain out of your way. If you're here, come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. My faith. Come on. My faith. Come on. My faith. Come on. He's able. He's able. Come on.
Touch somebody's hand. 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 Touch